0: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: DFW Sports Station, got the entire squad now together. Sean Sharif, R.J. Choppy, and Bobby Belt. What time did you go to sleep last night? I said, "Don't, don't be coming in here. Already thirty minutes late to the show, yawning. When we've been in here, but you said you were up a little bit late last
2: night. Uh, yeah, I was up until I don't know, probably eleven thirty, which is a little later than I should be, to be honest. I'm sure you were up to like one. That's what you seem to do. You're up to like one and go on no, three hours sleep. Ten forty
3: five, I think we were. Ten
2: about- forty five. Okay, yeah. So I was up. Uh, I was up till probably about eleven thirty, and then I had one of my uh, anxious. 4 a.m. wake-ups thinking I was late, and I literally was running around getting dressed for two minutes and realized it was four. Well, I'm going to assume. Sean Uh I'm going to assume, and it will make you look better,
1: so let's just pretend this was the reason why oh, you stayed up. Let's do it. That the Dallas Cowboys were making moves on the coaching staff and within the organization. Out are George Edwards, Leon Lett, Skip Pete, Joe Philbin,
2: and who is Rob Davis? Rob Davis is the as as Clarence Hill called him in the tweet, he's Mike McCarthy's right-hand man. He's he doesn't he really doesn't coach anything. He's sort of a player development uh, you know, locker room culture coach. Like that's his job. Uh and so he's, it's he, he he's McCarthy's mole. I don't I don't know if mole's the right word. He's definitely his uh eyes like, and ears. Yeah, yeah, like you know, Come on in the office, Rob. Like, uh, how are the guys feeling about this? Like, you know, like that kind of a thing. Um, and He's so, the team guidance counselor? Uh, I, I don't know if guidance counselors are, maybe. Uh, but it's, what, did he, what he is is he is the guy who is going to, hey, you know, uh, point out to McCarthy maybe a blind spot if if he's focused on X, Y, or Z, that, hey, the guys are kind of feeling this way about it. Or like, you know, hey, um, whoever maybe Mike is Mike has had a tough day today, you know, earlier, blah, blah, blah. Right. You may want to go by, and say something to it. Like that's, that's kind of his gig. And so it's all the other ones, even Phil been being interesting to me, George Edwards being interesting to me that they're, they're not returning. Davis is the one where it's like, wh- okay, what is that? Because I can't imagine McCarthy would have been in favor of that one. He were, he coached him for three years. As a player, and he was on his staff for like eleven years in Green Bay. In the first three years, he was here, and so I can't imagine McCarthy would have been fully on board with that. And so now it's like, okay, what what are you reviewing with him? Like you can look at Joe Philbin and say we we weren't happy with how this happened. We weren't happy with how this happened with the defensive line. So we're going to let Leon let go. We weren't happy about this with the running backs. Fine, you can like evaluate all that. I, I don't understand what you're evaluating with Rob Davis that says, we're not bringing you back. Unless it's just... Maybe him and McCarthy stopped getting along. Maybe they had a fight. Maybe the players stopped trusting him. Well, I mean, I think there was a... a, a when he first got here, I think there was a, a little bit of an air of, oh, he's he's here to watch us. and right. so I, I, But I, over time, I think everybody really grew to like him and trust him. And mm-hmm. so I don't know how much that's still in play. But it is... I just, I don't understand what you would look at and say, this is what we got to do. Now, you remember last year at the end of the year, Jerry told you guys about how he has 27 assistant coaches or something. Yeah. One thing you could say is if Jerry's keenly aware of why am I paying so many damn assistants that he just went and said, we don't need this position. Right. Sorry. That could be it. But otherwise, I don't know why you're, I I don't know what benefit there is to say, let's remove this if the coach wants him.
1: And Did Mike McCarthy sign off on all these assistants leaving? Or was it Jerry and Steven? You know, I I could understand last year after San Francisco being like, Mike, I don't even want to hear what you have to say. We're we're getting rid of what I deem as cuttable. Mm -hmm. But after this year, I would think Mike... Would have a little bit more say so power. Why? Why would? Why would you tick off the head coach if he if he wanted to retain these
2: guys? I mean, I would imagine for sure he'd want to keep Joe Philbin. That's one of his really good friends. And and Philbin- how do you not
1: argue? How do you argue that Joe Philbin didn't do an amazing job this year? Just I can't analyze technique and everything, but you lost your left tackle. Mm-hmm. We all think Tyler Smith had a phenomenal rookie season. We were freaking mm-hmm. out that Leo Collins, the supreme talent, left here. Terrence Steele came in, played better. We thought Baidez was a bum, awful, heading into the season, more than serviceable. You brought in Jason Peters. You made that work, and we weren't sitting here complaining about left guard either. How do you you make the argument that Joe Philman is not a coach that should keep his job around here? And why would you want to start over with this much turnover when you're a a division-around playoff team coming off back-to-back 12 and fives, and we're going to whack five assistant coaches, one of them who was rumored to be a possible defensive coordinator replacement in George Edwards if Dan Quinn leaves. Or are yeah. these guys following, as Choppy said in the break, are, th- are these guys, some of these guys following Dan Quinn and Kellen Moore?
2: I mean, these aren't even the guys that I would have guessed would have gone with Quinn if Quinn left. If Quinn leaves, I'm thinking Adam Dirty's leaving, um, Joe in. Witt could, Cannon Matthews. Like, those are guys that, I would, and none of those guys are gone. Now, when you say why would you – you understood last year that they wouldn't give McCarthy that certain leeway, so why are they doing it this year? It may be that they're saying, we're giving you leeway, and I don't know, we've still got a couple days. It could change, but it may be that they're giving him leeway and that we're not going to fire anybody, but somebody who's out of contract, which all of these guys are out of – technically, none of these are firings These are just – you're not coming back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it could just be that they say, well, that's more our decision if we wanted to renew somebody. Somebody the- who's here, we're not going to fire them, but
3: – What's the average amount of turnover – well, I just looked. I just went. I just went and looked. I just did, I just put Buffalo Bills into Google. Last year, they had ten coaches on their assistant staff that were replaced. Oh, now how many went to the Giants? You got to go. I have to go look. Right, you know, right. I'm sure more than two did. Okay, mm-hmm. but you know, they still had to replace ten coaches, and they kept Sean McDermott. And he was not, I, as far as I know, he was never in danger. Now I can go look at other teams. I just threw them in there because I was just thinking. All right. Have has any team done this this year yet that made the playoffs that had a similar season to us? Yep. I haven't seen any. There's been no stories about it. But yeah, last year the
2: Bills had 10
3: a, a, a 10 coach turnover.
2: Well, and the the Cowboys hardly had any last year. They let uh they let um gosh, what's Adam Henry? They let Adam Henry the receivers coach go. They hired Robert Prince, that was it. And so, all right, now let's get down to business. Okay. Spill it. What? What do you, what do you yeah. think? Give me a theory. What else are you thinking? Uh, I, I'm thinking the most likely, I, because I don't I don't believe Mike McCarthy's going anywhere. Uh, I, I mean, I guess there's always a, a slight chance something like that could be afoot, but what I believe is probably the first thing I told you, which is Jerry looked at and goes, there's no need for all these coaches. Well, I, you're going to need- Too many cooks in the kitchen. I don't need- You're going to need a defensive line coach. You're going to need a assistant, running back coach. Assistant he was an assistant defensive line coach. Leon? Uh-huh. Okay. Joe Philbin, you need a replacement for him. And they Joe Philbin was did not endorse the Tyler Smith pick. He was not a fan of picking Tyler Smith. He was not a fan of Connor McGovern. Um and so and I know it got better as time went along, but I know the first 2 years there was some headbutting between Philbin and some of the veterans on the offensive line okay and so
1: george edwards you can replace edwards
2: i don't understand though because edwards had been a huge part of micah Parsons' development and michael loved him and a lot of they they felt like in 2020 scott mccurley was coaching the linebackers he was still listed as the linebacker coach the last two years george edwards coached the linebackers last two years and they got much better than they were in 2020 and so Edwards is interesting to me. I don't know if that's Edwards wants to go on his own or what, but I mean. So the number one most confusing, the number one thing to
1: get down to is the one who actually doesn't coach. Yeah. Rob Davis. Yep. Yeah. And then number two on
2: your question list would be George Edwards. Uh, yes, probably. Is there a number three? Sort of Philbin, but not really. Skip Pete and Leon Lett, I can see them just being like, hey, time, we're done here. What do you think of my Sean Payton theory? It's funny. Somebody called me last night uh, right after this broke. Somebody called me and was like, what if this is Sean Payton? Like somebody else on the beat. Like just was like, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, like what if this would be like a Sean Payton type of move? And it's like, you know, th- I mean, that'd certainly be interesting. I, I would think we would have heard more breadcrumbs about that or right. more rumbling somewhere would have been out there because Sean Payton loves getting the the, the rumor mill started about him. Uh, especially when it comes, especially when it comes to, to Dallas. Uh, and so I would think that would be something that we would have heard a little bit of rumblings about, but it is, it's an interesting move. That one's the most interesting to me. And we're not even talking about, you know, if Quinn leaves and he takes three assistants with him, we're talking about nine new coaches. Yeah. Minimum. And, and you had Albert Breer late last night saying, Hey, like there needs to be more attention to Kellen Moore in Carolina. And so like he's going to, but like he's, he's legitimately in the running. And so I I don't know. It's, it's the Davis one is the one that's most confusing, but I think the, the, what's the line? Like the simplest explanation is usually the, the likeliest one or whatever is, is that I think the simplest explanation is Jerry's very been very aware of how many coaches they have. And I could see him easily saying that's not a necessary coaching position for us to have. He's never wanted to pay him. McCarthy, like we said, McCarthy makes less than the Missouri coach. <laughs> yeah. Or the
3: same amount. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, he just never paid that top dollar. Like, if you go look at the, the NFL coaches that are making ten, twelve million $12 a year, they're all over the place. You think this is what they've been doing? Obvious. I mean, is it pretty obvious mm-hmm. this is what they were
2: doing on Monday and Tuesday? Yeah, it was, it was job evaluations, I think, with the coaching staff and and trying to... Especially offensive, the the most important one to fill now is offensive line coach. They've got to figure that one out quick. Columbo. get get old uh Columbo in here. That would that'd be interesting. You've got uh, they've got Jeff Blasco, the assistant offensive line coach. They could elevate him. He's still under contract, I believe. Uh, a lot of the guys like him. He's younger. He's very intense. Um, they could. Uh, Mike Munchuck is is out of a job right now. He's been interviewing around the league. And Mike so, Florio, Pro Football Talk.
1: At 5.41 a.m., if,
2: and I was a little
1: bit late this morning because uh, I was on the phone with with Florio, <laughs> and then <laughs> oh Florio God. puts out this article. If Mike McCarthy is safe in Dallas because the Cowboys have had back-to-back 12-win seasons, why have five of his assistant coaches been fired, even though out of contract? Uh, the best argument for the Cowboys keeping McCarthy is that he presided over back-to-back 12-win years. That should also, you'd think, apply to various members of the staff who now find themselves out of work. As we noted earlier in the week, the contracts had expired for all but four members of the staff, but it's still a firing as a practical matter not to offer them new deals. And it makes me wonder whether something else is going on behind the scenes, something like Jerry discreetly lining up the replacement for the head coach before firing the head coach, because Jerry will fire the head coach only if he gets the replacement that he. Once, if unrelated or not develops the uh, de- developments uh, in unrelated or not development, Sean Payton's candidacy with the four teams expressing interest seems to have bogged down by something. And that that's what I was trying to line up. Like, why are we still waiting in Denver? Why are we still waiting in Arizona?
3: What? Why? I assume it's the uh, compensation. My assumption is that those teams don't want to give up a first round pick. And I wouldn't give him a first-round pick either. Well, you, you the reports have... are Denver is, wouldn't hesitate. Like, the Jets wouldn't hesitate. Two
1: first-rounders for Rodgers, and Denver knows. I mean, by now, don't you know what it called? I guess you would compensate. And, I mean, you would negotiate and try to work it out. But the reports were that Denver knows that it would be a first-rounder. But maybe they are arguing over
3: yeah, I'm sure they know it's going to be a first round. I'm just saying they probably don't want to give it up. They're probably trying to get it out of the first round down to a, a yeah. three, a four. Man, there's, I mean, I just, I because I'm trying to think. They've got, they don't, you know, their fifth pick that they had this year is Seattle's now. So they're giving up what? Next year's first round pick? Right. So now they're going to go three straight years of a first round pick? Yeah. I mean, you're encroaching on the Rams. Yeah.
1: And there's too many Sean Payton smoke screens. Like, Colin Cowherd, his mouthpiece over at Fox, is screaming Denver. We've also heard someone scream Arizona. It can't be. It, they can't be both correct. So why? You always got to follow the breadcrumbs, right? Why is one screaming one, one screaming the other? Maybe you're setting up a leverage play, or maybe something else is happening.
2: I don't know. What would something be, Sean? Something
1: yeah. would be Jerry Jones trying to trade for um Sean Payton but uh Anthony Davis gets in the way. Anthony Davis coming off the bench Anthony last Davis. night blows up the Sean Payton trade again. Oh. Well,
2: you, so you wouldn't give up a first round pick. What would you give up anything for a head coach? Anything. No. You wouldn't give up any draft no. cup, even a 7th. No. Okay. Just on principle. I mean uh, as 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 the Fantex pointed out bad
3: teams recycle coaches to improve middle range quarterbacks. Just get a new quarterback.
2: Also, 254, wrong Bobby. Rob Davis is not his right-hand man. He's just a life coach. He played special teams. Okay. All right. No, he is. That's absolutely one of his biggest confidants in the building and somebody that he's been very, very close with for about 20 years.
3: And I'm certainly not going to give up a first for a coach that has the same resume as the current one we have and the same clock management issues. Mm. And also a guy, I mean, yeah, there's articles. I mean, just go Google it. And then a the guy <laughs> who is more conservative on fourth down than Jason Garrett. And a guy who got. Alvin Kamara seven touches in the second half of the NFC Championship game where they went to overtime with three quarters. I mean they lost to the Rams. McCur- but yes, we can't sit here. You know, Kellen Moore couldn't get Amari Cooper involved, and we got to fire him. But Sean Payton can't get a running back involved. But he's he's gone. Alvin Kamara kind of became Alvin Kamara under Sean Payton. Alvin Kamara was the best player on the field since he was twelve years old at any place he went to. He was the except Tennessee didn't realize that. Yeah, they realized they just couldn't figure out how to use them either because their coach is a moron, just like Sean Payton.
1: (laughs) All right, uh, NFL awards are out. The candidates are out, the nominees, and RJ is going to lose his mind after Filthy got disrespected. Plus, is Pat Mahomes ready to go for the AFC Championship? And Cavante Turpin explains the two big plays and the loss in San Fran. Next.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,